You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast. All right, welcome to the latest episode with myself, Mr. Coleman Power. All right, we are going to touch on topics this morning. I was actually planning on having an guest on the podcast however there was a late late cancellation and this just gets me the opportunity to cover topics that I want to discuss and have come into contact with people quite quite recently you see always look on the positives okay so the topics going to be covered in today's podcast is morning routines what I'm currently doing and what would I recommend other individuals to do okay de-stressing and the importance of it okay and the vegan trial it was veganuary and did you do it did you try it did you have a couple of meals i sure as hell did and my experience on it the whole thing was i didn't actually start it in january i started it prior to christmas why because firstly i wanted to jump the gun (laughs) and following that i don't do something just because other people are doing it i wanted to do it before I wanted to do it just as a general trial to see how I felt and see how my training went. And the last topic we'll be discussing will be the likes of supplements. Okay, it's a huge, huge topic at this moment in time when people typically have more money than we'll say have sense. And they look and they get influenced from other individuals, whether it be on social media, their friends, their family members. And you can get yourself into problems and waste money and then in other areas of life you're short and you're looking for money to use towards things that would give you much more benefit out the other side of it right so we'll go straight on in over to the first topic which is morning routines right what do i do and what is my daily routine i typically get up at half five in the morning whether it be monday to Friday, I set an alarm, however, on the weekends I don't set an alarm, but still my body clock wakes me up, and that's because I'm used to that, and it suits my lifestyle, and currently it gets, I get my most important tasks done in the day, so there's things that I have to get done in the morning, and one of the reasons why I do it so early in the morning is because no one else is up at that time, you're less likely to be disturbed by messages, by phone calls, by emails, because if you set yourself up right for the first, from from day one, from day dot, in first thing in the morning, you're going to have yourself a hell of a lot more running smoothly day. Why? Because you get your most important tasks done. And for me, that's sending out emails. For me, that's writing on topics and improving my knowledge, such as reading or listening to podcasts. Okay? And as well as that, it is... A de-stressor because when you have things or line up things that need to get done in your daily on the daily you are less stressed why because exactly that you have less things to be worrying about okay and you're at your most I'm at my, my most productive first thing in the morning due to the fact that there isn't people contacting me at that time you see because there's a difference between being productive and being busy too many of us run from job to job, from task to task, 
from phone call to phone call, from phone call to email. And we're, we're 100% in reactive mode. From the second we get up, we have the mobile phone right next to us. And when we wake up, that's the first thing we do. So this is one of the things that I recommend people to do. Is you try it, trial it. The whole thing about it is trying these things. Trying foods that you haven't tried before. Trying training styles that suit you. Getting it into a routine. Because when you get things into a routine, you're much more likely to do them. And you're much more likely to be consistent with them. Okay? These individuals that I train, and previous to this, they were having major problems with consistency. Because the training that they were doing was high intensity for 40 minutes. And it wasn't something that they enjoyed. In fact, they dreaded it. And if you don't enjoy something, you won't continue to do it. That's the whole thing about it. You have to half enjoy things that you do, okay? Looking forward to something a little bit, okay? To getting that release of happy hormone in your training, all right? The release of those sensations that you get when you write down a to-do list and you tick them off. Okay, that's another thing that I do. I regularly do in the morning. Okay, I have a list of things to do in the morning, and once they get done, they get crossed off, and that gives you that sense of achievement. Okay, so getting back to the point, there's a difference between productive and being busy. Okay, living in this day and age, it's kind of the done thing to someone say, "How are you doing?" and you used to say straight back to them, "You say, I'm very busy." But everyone can be busy. But are you being productive? Are you using your time to optimize what you want to get done? Okay, whether that's in work, whether that's in your fitness level, your fitness, whether that's in any area of your life, in your job. You see, are you being productive? Are you getting things done in an adequate time to be productive? And areas and things and tips that I recommend people to do is to do because we can be extremely busy, yet not be productive. So what I recommend people to do is spread out your day into four different areas, such as your life, such as your health, such as your personal, such as your fitness, such as your job, okay? And put one thing in each of those boxes in your to-do list and tick it off because it has to, it's, and one of these, these items has to be your most important things. Why? Because I call it the one thing. I call it the compound effect that I harp on about. Why? Because if you do things on a consistent basis, you're improving in that area, such as your job. You're improving in your relationships. You're improving in your fitness. Doing one thing every day. And the one thing can be as simply as having one healthy breakfast. One interaction with an individual making it a positive relationship a better relationship with that individual and for me personally I have that type A personality and which is an addictive trait that I have and I go gung-ho as hard as I can into a topic into an area so if I wanted to improve my fitness level such as I wanted to improve or bring up a definition in my shoulders in my chest I go half had it. I look up and read every topic on that area. I read and discuss and write down notes and increase in the volume sets, reducing down the breaks. I, you, whatever the in, information is, I consume it and I do it. But then when you do, when you have that type of personality, you can lack, you can, we'll call it neglect, other areas of your life, such as relationships, which is one that I'm typically not so proficient in. Why? Because 
I have that type A personality that takes away from you see you can only do so much in a day and that works in anyone it doesn't have to be with fitness it can be with your job job is another one that people typically get overwhelmed with and they over consume and they over indulge in okay another one and then they neglect other areas such as their fitness so if you're gung-ho in your job you're working from daylight to night from morning noon and night okay you're going as hard as you can in your job to progress to progress but remember you have to live a balanced life so as much as why this is why i recommend you space out your daily activities to improve in just doing that one thing in that area that you want to do okay you want to improve on and that will make a major difference another one is some people overdo it on their food choices, okay? And you can be over, we'll call it, anxious on the foods that you consume, okay? I do recommend people to have an idea of the foods they consume. However, don't be obsessed with it because that is a problem in itself. You need to sometimes slow down and start doing things in all areas of your life to live a balanced life. They talk about balanced meals, which we might talk about in a different podcast, but balanced life is so important as well. Right, and I've touched on the topics of doing one thing, but the next thing I do in my morning routine is stretching. Why? And journaling. First thing in the morning, again, because I'm not in a constant reactive mode due to people being able to contact me on a regular basis, but it's a natural way of my recovery of my training with my stretching all right, getting into trigger points using foam rollers, using slitters, okay, and using trigger points. What I mean by that is using the likes of a smaller ball, so this is a slitter, okay, or you can buy these expensive balls, but most typically individuals will have a slitter at home. If you don't, your neighbor, your cousin, your auntie, your uncle will get one. All right, get it and roll onto the areas where you're most uptight in, your, whether it be your back, whether it be your hamstrings, whether it be your quads if you're doing a lot of running whether it be your chest if you're doing a lot of chest based exercises resistance style training in the gym you find your trigger points and that's a natural de-stressor okay as well as the journaling the journal is just something that i do for five minutes why because it benefits me okay and i i'm a real major um advocate of doing things that benefit you on a regular basis all right and de-stressing is one of them because we do live in a world that we are in constant contact whether it be through social media or through a ping of a message on your phone and we whatever we're doing the phones like they connect us from people living in other countries people are living in other counties people living down the road but the thing is in fact it can actually take away from your attention of yourself because if you can't help yourself, you can't help anyone else. And that's something that I do on a regular basis too. Why? Because it benefits me and I trial it. And then that's what I get onto now, later on, trialing things. And if they suit and if they work for you, double down on them. If they don't suit you, get rid of it. Try something else. The whole thing about it is there's so many different things out there, whether it be healthy regimes, healthy food options, training programs, jobs relationships there's no one thing there's no one size fits all and the whole thing about it is and the quote that i have for you guys today is a shoe is never a good price if it doesn't fit
okay? There's no point in doing a regime or a training style that doesn't suit you. There's no point in doing something and a job that you don't like, that you won't and don't see yourself being consistent and doing it long term. You have to find the right fit. Find the right shoe for you, all right? And leading on from de-stressing, all right? That's one of the main reasons why I do that stretching and I do that journaling. And I do things, do those things on a regular basis, okay? And another de-stressor is that I do is I've used previously the phone in the past for my alarm. I've now got rid of the phone, okay? Because the first thing you typically do when you get up in the morning is you look at the phone and you've got a message, you've got a notification, you've got an email, and you're straight away in reactive mode. You go into other thousands of other people's problems, other people trying to contact you. However, if you start off your day prioritizing what you need to get done and de-stressing, you'll become a hell of a lot more productive, which brings us back to the point of being more productive rather than being just a typical busy, busy bee running from job to job, all right? And I'm using an, an old-style alarm clock. And even on this alarm clock, I'm actually a major fan of it. Why? Because if I <laughs> wake up at the weekends, all I have to do is touch it, and as soon as I touch it, what happens? It tells you what time it is without even opening your eyes. Oh my God, if I actually be able to find that, on, I might tag it in the show notes. <laughs> I'm not, I, <laughs> I'm not um, having an affiliate with the individual. I can't even remember what brand that is, but it is a really good clock. <clears throat> and I recommend people to do that and to try that and see if it works for them, okay? Having the first, we call it 10 minutes, could be 15 minutes, could be half an hour, could even be an hour, whatever if suits you. I'm typically trying to not look at the phone for the first hour of the day. So that is a tip that I use for being natural or used for de-stressing, okay? And as well as that, I use training as a de-stressor, okay? Training is both a stressor or stimulus on the muscles, okay? Which is a small bit of stress is beneficial to the body. However, over-stressing the body can cause chronic illnesses, okay? Can cause anxiety. However, what I do with the likes of my trainings and doing things that are difficult that cause me will cause stress is I look forward to things okay such as my training some people have need a little bit of an encouragement need we'll call it the carrot and the stick approach so what I do is I do this is for me I have an organic apple that I look forward to okay that is the thing that I cannot wait to eat it can be it is different for everyone it doesn't have to be organic apple but why do i choose an organic apple firstly because they're sweeter why because they have more antioxidants and antioxidants are linked with flavor so that's my whole thing about it and i look forward to that apple why because it is something that i enjoy you find something that you enjoy at the end or after something that you found a little bit difficult and it gives you that kick gives you that that kind of encouragement that little bit of a thing to look forward to but in, what that mightn't work for you. Who like I call it an apple, right? Another one you could use in your regime of training and looking forward to something after is going out for a meal directly after your training. Because people say, "Oh, Coleman, I I don't want to go training, but it's Saturday evening and or it's Friday Friday evening." Use those foods to benefit you. Look forward to it. So go do your training. Do your training, and as a result of that, then. Off the bat of that, you are going to use those foods that you consume in those meals 
to refuel your body, okay? And having meals that are slightly, typically more healthier for you in the choices, okay? White fish being lower in calorie and still high in protein as opposed to oilier fish such as salmon, all right? And however, their point is choosing those foods that suit you, all right? You have, we call it, earned those foods and you've earned those carbohydrates and you've earned those healthy fats in the food choices that you make on that meal. And that's another one that can be incorporated in. And I do it myself. If I'm going out for meals, I incorporate it in a training day. Why? To maximize the benefits of the training so that that fuel then goes directly into your muscles, okay? And can be used and sorry, won't be used as a reserve a fat store. That is the major tip of the day, followed by the, the quote that a shoe is never a good price if it's not the right fit. All right. And another thing that I, I'm doing is I'm trialing not complaining, okay? Because too many of us, I'm going to say complain. We give out about everything and anything. We go into work, we go into the canteen, and we have that, I call it that itch to say something about someone that's not there or complain about there was no chalk in work I couldn't write on the board did you hear your man giving out in the meeting I didn't have any milk this morning so I had to have water but if you flip that round in every situation it will take the example of you mightn't have any milk for your porridge which often happens to me but over this trial, I've been trying it for a period of time now, and it's all aiding. This is all the things that I'm doing that benefit me, okay? I'm trialing them, and the whole thing about it is, and it's working, and I recommend people to try it, okay? So, as I said, with the milk example, it often happens, you run out of milk throughout the week, could be a Wednesday, could be a Thursday, for whatever reason, you don't have enough. Just go, well, now I get to have water with my oats, okay? And... I'll give you more water throughout the day, which benefits you, keeping you hydrated, okay? Preventing cramps, and then cramps are a buildup of lactic acid, which is another reason to incorporate stretching into your daily routine, okay? Control what you can control. You can control the thoughts. You can control what you think about, and thoughts become things, because if you think negative, you will be negative. If you think positive, you will be positive, and that's, a major one that I do encourage people to do think positive be positive like these are simple things simple things done on a regular basis yield extraordinary results but you have to do them no one else can do these things for you you have to put the systems in place this is for you and no one else no one else can do the training for you. No one else can think positive for you. No one else can make those healthy food choices that get you closer to your fitness goal. You have to put in the hours. You have to put in the positive thoughts into your brain. Into, and don't let the enemy, you, the, the enemy live between your two ears, okay? You control what you can control and you can control your thoughts, Okay? And the next thing we're going on to is that vegan trial. I trialed it for a period of three weeks. One of the reasons was because it was coming off the bat of that documentary that was on. All right, it was Game Changers. I still didn't watch it, but the whole thing about it is it was interesting to me that individuals were 
raving about it. I mean, the, the be-all and the everything. And I trialed it, and it was interesting. It certainly was. And it is better for the environment, that's for sure. The majority of people would benefit. from uh, The environment would benefit, firstly, from that reduced consumption of meat as an overall whole. If everyone was to reduce down their consumption of meat, there would be a major benefit to the planet. However, for everyone to go vegan, that might not necessarily, in my personal opinion, be the most sustainable, okay? Because, firstly, we need a certain amount, in my opinion, uh, of uh, cattle, a certain amount of the likes of sheep that are in, incorporated into the land to keep down the likes of grass, and as well as that, to act as a crop rotation for those important nutrients that the cattle and the sheep in, put back into onto the land that when we incorporate in our crop rotation to prevent the likes of pests and diseases and to produce these highly nutritious, dense fruits and vegetables. Okay? And what I felt on and how and uh, what I found on the trial is it was difficult to stick to it. Right? But just because something is difficult doesn't necessarily mean that you shouldn't do it. Okay? Things that are difficult in all senses, whether it be a diet, whether it be a training program, have to be done for you to progress. Okay? And it's something that I enjoyed. Why? Because I learned and gained the benefits of the added, we'll say, calcium. The added, sorry, <laughs> other vitamins and minerals that I previously wasn't getting in the foods, okay? I've upped my chia seeds, which are also healthy fats. You see, what I had to do is, this was interesting for me, you see, I, and I had to use my fitness pal, which is another reason <clears throat> why I get people at the start of my training programs to just write down and calculate how much protein and how much fats and how much carbohydrates you are getting from your foods, okay? Why? Because that's needed. Those three things, those are your macros. You need to consume a certain amount of protein, a certain amount of fat, and a certain healthy fats, and a certain amount of carbohydrates for your body to function at optimal levels. <clears throat> and that's determined individually, different for everyone, off your current height, off your current weight, and off your fitness goals. Whether that's you want to improve your performance on the pitch, whether that's you want to improve your running ability, and whether it's you want to reduce down your body fat, okay? Those are three different goals, so determined on that, it determines how many protein, fats, and carbohydrates that you consume. So during that, I had to find out a balanced breakfast that I consume, and the breakfast that I typically was consuming was slightly different, because I typically was having, prior to that, I was having eggs in the morning, which is my complete protein source. However, on a vegan diet, they don't consume eggs. So what do they consume? Or what, would, what would be a balanced meal for them? It was using the likes of oats and nuts to make a complete protein, okay? What's a complete protein? It contains all nine of the essential amino acids, which are the building blocks for each, for muscles, muscle repair, okay? And as well as that, I bumped up my protein with the likes of Alpro yogurt, okay? Another, com that's a complete protein in itself. And another one, uh, a complete protein and a healthy fat, uh, is chia seeds and the chia seeds also contain calcium and as well as that they also are a healthy fat you see it was just interesting that the likes of adding in those foods also bumped up my healthy fats 
which are not only good for uh, the body's function, or why are they good for the body's function, is those chia seeds contain omega-6 and omega-3 that are able to improve your cognitive function, improve your skin health, as well as improve your energy levels, okay? So those are things that I previously weren't having it or wasn't having enough of in my diet and as I tried and tried these things and it's something that I'm going to continue continue using the chia seeds why because it bumps up that previously vitamins and minerals that I wasn't getting as much of in my diet all right and why I recommend people to try diets and try and sample having a vegetarian meal having a vegan breakfast having meals that they hadn't previously gotten before and which leads me on to the whole idea of the typical how did you get enough protein or vitamin b12 or any of those items that i just previously mentioned how did i consume enough for my diet to keep up the current activity level and i live a current current active lifestyle i walk outside <clears throat> I am quite active in the evenings. I train, either I train myself, I train other individuals, or I do and give classes to uh, in a, in a in a gym, a local gym here in uh, in Bandon. It's called Beefit. I highly recommend it. A major uh, family orientated gym, extremely beneficial to go to gyms that suit you and incorporate in bringing in friends and that's a gym that i really do recommend anyone who's in the area to come down and trial it and that's what i do with the gyms that i go to i go to the gyms that suit me and as well as that that are family oriented why because there's typically too many gyms out there that are just we call gym heads to go in there and they bang out their weights and they're grunting and there's a lot of noise making and this is the gym that I found and I typically at this moment in time I'm calling it home. <laughs> Alright, but it, going back to that vegan, the vegan trial, I was still able to get enough protein, complete proteins at that and enough vitamin B12. How was I getting enough vitamin B12? Vitamin B12 is a vitamin found in all meat sources, okay? However, it's lacking in vegetables. So, there's a nutritional yeast <clears throat> that I'll tag up in the show notes that you can add in to your stir fries, add into your meals, sprinkle it over any dish that you want and desire, okay? That will get you your vitamin B12, which is very important for your nervous system, can reduce anxiety. So if you're going on to any diet, it's important to know where you're going to be getting your vitamins and minerals and your, your, your macros, your protein, your fats, and your carbs, okay? So remember that. Okay, and the protein, protein sources that I typically wouldn't have a lot of is tofu, okay, tofu is soy, comes from soya, okay, and a very important point as well on the tofu, it's important to get that organically, why? Because there is a high percentage of tofu grown with firstly genetically modified seeds, and what is genetically modified seeds is they have DNA that has been put in or else extracted from the seeds so that they can use the likes of a spray or a roundup or a chemical <clears throat> that doesn't affect that crop. However, you still have that active ingredient, maybe glyphosate, which is a carcinogenic, sprayed onto that crop that then gets into the system of the crop that we harvest, and then we are the end consumer of that, and glyphosate is the active ingredient which has been found to be carcinogenic. Okay, so making a very important, if you're eating and consuming soya products, whether it be soya milk, whether it be a soya product such as tofu, tempeh, both complete proteins, to consume it organically and to get it organically if at all possible. 
Okay, so that's where, and food that I hadn't previously been having. And there's also high iron for those, with, and iron is a deficient, a very common deficiency in individuals who are not even on a vegan diet. So incorporating the likes of that meat or some tofu into your diet would bump up your iron levels. Okay, so this is something that I've learned along this trial, and I would encourage people to try. Try, have one meal, have a, a meatless Monday, have a vegan dish, or like is the whole thing about it is trialing, and what works for you, double down on it. That's the whole thing about it. Some things I enjoyed on the, the trial, some things I didn't enjoy, and it's something that I will continue to do for a small period of time. Might necessarily do it forever. Why? Because saying it's forever and sticking to one single diet is not something that I typically do myself. So, and I don't like to be tied down to any one thing, such as my training changes up on a regular basis, such as my diets that I would like to change and be able to have that flexibility to consume on a regular basis, maybe some eggs, maybe a meat source to not be tied down, as I said. Okay, which leads me on to the final point, supplements, okay? Supplements, I get asked this question on Instagram and it brought me on to putting it into this podcast. The whole thing about it is, and was touching on, should I take gels for running? Okay, gels are typically what high sugar, which will be used in the body and converted into glycogen that the muscles use as a direct fuel source. Okay, but firstly, could you have performed at your best if you had the likes of this technique that I call the carb loading technique, okay? Some people use it, and I encourage people to use it who do and play sports or do activities such as running or running a 5K, running a 10K, running a marathon or and or a sports space, whether it be GAA, football, soccer, hurling, okay? Using these techniques as I'm going to tell you in carb loading. What is carb loading? It's filling up your glycogen stores, your glycogen stores in your muscles with complex carbohydrates the day before, okay? The day before using the likes of sweet potato, brown rice, brown pasta, okay? Brown bread. And then the next day, you again use complex carbohydrates. Oats is another one you can have for breakfast. And if the event is on at one o'clock, you're having a quick release of white rice white pasta why because that will give you that direct hit quicker bust or break of its energy levels and that's the main difference between something that's white or some <clears throat> excuse me something that's complex carbohydrate and something that's a simple carbohydrate and a simple carbohydrate means it's just easier for the body and quicker for the body to break down okay and if that still wasn't enough and you've run that race or you've played that game and your energy levels were still low then maybe gels or supplements could be added into your diet, okay? But the whole thing about it is, with supplements, supplements should only be used to supplement what you can't get from your diet. Because when you use those gels, which can improve, certainly can. However, you could get the added benefit of added fiber, added other vitamins and minerals. If it's sweet potato, you would have beta carotene, which is an, other, is an antioxidant, which I'll be coming on to now very shortly, okay? And another supplement that typically gets brought up is probiotics. It's the new thing, gut health, okay? My recommendation is to start off again with natural probiotics. What are natural probiotics, okay? These are the likes of fermented foods, okay? This is the kimchi, 
fermented cabbage, sauerkraut, okay, another an apple cider vinegar, all natural probiotics, yogurts, okay, yogurts whether it be Alpro if you're a vegan or a vegetarian, and or you can use the likes of what other ones, the ones that include dairy, okay, and they have natural and uh, bacteria that are improve your gut health when consumed, okay, because sometimes we take tablets and sometimes we take supplements and we're not even sure exactly what vitamin, what mineral, what microorganisms we're short in because there are a trillion different types of microorganisms when you lead into it, okay? And even in the body there are trillion, trillions, that, like that's not millions, that's above it again, that's trillions of these microorganisms in your stomach. And when bringing it back to having a balanced diet, okay? Having those different foods in your diet can encourage natural and it won't cost you the earth okay and you get other added benefits of whether you consume it from an alpro yogurt or a dairy yogurt that can contain protein as well okay so you're getting your best bang for your buck in my personal opinion when you're choosing whole foods okay that's the whole thing about it supplement only in things that you cannot consume from your diet first okay and which brings me on to eating whole foods and this is another one that I, I've bumped up. <laughs> my green intake, being on that vegetarian diet for the period I was, okay? It was eating and consuming much more dark, lean, leafy green vegetables than I typically would have had before. I need to take a drink of water. So what I'm going to touch on here is an antioxidant that is in dark leafy greens from the brassica family, such as your cabbage, your kale, your Brussels sprouts, your broccoli, okay? It contains an antioxidant that is called sulfurophane, okay? It's a major, massively high antioxidant found in those brassica-type vegetables. However, it's major beneficial, firstly, in the fact that it can reduce the signs of aging, okay? It's an anti-inflammatory, okay? I'm an anti-inflammatory, it reduces and it can aid in recovery of your training. It can aid in if you have swollen cells or wounds in your hands, it can increase and speed up that process, okay? It can lower blood sugar levels in individuals that have high blood sugar levels, okay? And it also is at its highest when consumed from microgreens. And it's something that you can easily grow from yourself. And I actually have on my YouTube channel and my Instagram page how to sow in, how to sow microgreen seeds, okay? That you can harvest and have organically yourself. You buy the seeds online, you get some compost, lay it out, put it up in your windowsill, and there you have sustainable growing at a small scale for you to maximize the benefits from getting this sulfurophane, okay? And the highest uh, sulfurophane content is found in broccoli microgreens, all right? That's statistically proven, and I do love my statistics. Okay, so those are microgreens. However, I gotta tell you, they're with this sulfurophane, this antioxidant, this powerful antioxidant, okay, is deactivated. Drop the pen, drop the mic when you cook it. What the hell am I gonna do? So, right, I'm gonna tell you, you can chop it. What happens is when you chop it, you crush the broccoli, you crush the kale, crush the Brussels sprouts, chopping them up, the air activates this sulfurophane in that vegetable. If you leave it sit for 20 minutes, it is able to produce enough sulfurophane and then it won't become deactivated when cooking. However, 20 minutes, who the hell has 20 minutes to wait? Yes, there's another way. So 
So when you chop your broccoli, you pop it straight in or chop your kale and put it into the pan. Or if you're roasting it or doing kale chips, what can I do? You can add mustard seeds, okay? And mustard seeds, why mustard seeds? Because they are the seeds that our brassicas are grown from, okay? You can add those in, crushed mustard seeds, sprinkled over, and or adding the likes of oriental salads, okay? That are in season right now. You're listening to this podcast in the tail end of the winter, they're still in season, okay? That's your rocket, your mensuna, your tatsoi, okay? These are all organically grown by myself, but you can easily get them in stores or in season at this moment in time and add a sprinkle of those on the side that will reactivate this compound antioxidant in that broccoli, in that kale, in that brassica type vegetable that you have in your dish. All right, so just like to finish up by saying thanks for taking the time out to listen to this podcast. We'll wrap it up there, and I always I'm going to try and encourage people to do just one thing. This is my new thing. Try one thing you today that brings you closer to where you are now to where you want to be today. Do it now. Write it down. Don't wait. Get a pen. Write it down on your phone. Think about it. Do it now. All right. And as I say, stay classy, stay tuned, and keep it organic. Hey, I just wanted to come on here and say thanks very much for listening to the latest episode of the Organic Fitness Podcast. If you got any value from it at all, I really would appreciate it. You could share it with just one individual, whether that be word of mouth, whether it be on social media, hashtag... <laughs> Organic fitness buzz compound effect. Alright, hope you enjoyed this latest episode. And as well as that, if you are listening to it on iTunes, I really would appreciate if you could give us a review. That'd be doing me a massive favor. And you goddamn well know this is the best goddamn fitness podcast out there. Stay classy, stay tuned, and keep it organic. <laughs>